What's up, party people? Oh my god. You'll probably be like, oh my god, this girl hasn't recorded anything in a year. Where has she been? So I'm going to give you guys a straight on update and tell you what's been going on, what's been happening with me, the G, the real Dan Dada, <laughs> Venice, I don't know, all the tingo, yeah, the real Dan Dada, another place, another business, uh, yeah, it's October 24, 2022, it is 2 in the afternoon in Iwakuni, Japan, welcome back to my show, thank you so much for listening to all the people that have been supporting me since the very beginning and have been badgering me to record stuff and I've been like, hey, I don't want to. I said I don't want to. <laughs> I tried my Nigerian accent. It didn't work. But anyways, um, thank you guys for listening and big ups to all of you that, you know, have been encouraging me to record said episodes i don't know the tingle well my last podcast was mother's day i believe yeah the last time you guys heard my annoying voice was mother's day when i was talking about mothers and whatever since then to be honest life has been life in Life has been life in. I ain't gonna lie. Life has been life in. It's been an up and down roller coaster, and procrastination is a thief. That's all I'll say about that. Procrastination is a thief. Self doubt is a thief. Um, uh, I don't even know how to describe everything that I've been going through. They're all thieves. They've been knocking my confidence. Like, I don't want to talk about anything. I'm not as energetic as I used to be. And I was never an outgoing person, but I was never shy, I would say. And now I'm noticing about myself that I'm shy. Like, I don't want to go anywhere. Or if I do go somewhere... I immediately want to go home. What do you call that? Maybe it's turning 30, which I am in about four days or three days. Is it? However many days. <laughs> October 28, babies. I'll be turning. Turning. I'll be turning 30. This Friday, uh, do I have any plans? No, my husband has some super secret plan that he refuses to tell me about. So I'm a, I'm going to allow him to surprise me. I had plans to spend the day with both my husband and my friends uh, doing Halloween stuff because, you know, being around American people, of course, it's going to rub off. So, um, and I've always wanted, like, loved the Halloween dress up. I don't like the holiday, but the dress up part, yeah, the dress up part there, my kind of juice. <laughs> so, yeah, I've just been, 
allowing my husband to do what he wants to do. He said, babe, don't make any plans. I got you this year. He's We're finally going to be together. Uh, after how many years of us being together, he is never here for my birthday. Can you imagine that? Never. Life as a military wife, as it go. Sometimes you get him, sometimes you don't get him. And when you get him, be glad because he could be out of here just like that. So, yeah, he hasn't told me <laughs> what uh, the plan is. I don't like surprises. He knows I don't like surprises, but I guess he wants to surprise me this year. Am I excited about my birthday? I'm kind of up and down. Last week, between uh, about two weeks ago, I I was um I was uh, reflecting uh, on my life, and I did make a post on Instagram and Facebook. I was just like, "Why are we always so emotional uh, when it's near to our birthdays?" And that's like a serious, legitimate question because no matter how excited you may be. No matter how excited you may be, like sometimes, sometimes, bro, the emotions, because there's so many things you think of. Like for me, for instance, I'm turning 30. Uh, Everybody thinks that when you hit 30, your life should be figured out. Honey, I'm here to tell you that's not the truth. That is not the truth. I am turning 30 and my life is further from being figured out. I have no clue what is happening. It's like I am I am in the passenger seat of my life. And wherever God God is the driver, of course, always. He's the driver. Wherever he he drives me, that's where I'm going to go. I am not going to sit here and tell you that, "Oh, yes, I'm at 30 now and I've accomplished this, that, and the third. Yes, I've accomplished some things because, you know, as I said, for the past two weeks, I've been thinking, like, just reflecting on my life and thinking about the stuff that I have done, the experiences that I've had, the friends, the people that I've met. I have done a lot, but am I where I'm where I wanted to be at when I looked at myself? When I, my younger self looked at 30, not 100%, no, no. When I was younger, I thought that when I got to 30, I would be married, which I am. I am married, so at least that's accomplished. And I, I would, in my mind, I would have had at least two kids by now. We're still working on that. <laughs> Don't want to get into that. Um, I would have had my, uh, we would have bought our house by now. But uh, again, that has not yet happened. And that's because of military life. Like we we move around like every three, four years, we move around. We're never in the same place for that long for us to buy a house. And if if I'm being real honest, my bank account can't buy a house right now. My bank account no reach the level of it. If your bank account reach the level there, good for you. Good on you, love. But 
Vanessa's bank account is not there yet. And sad to say, it's just not there. Like, there's <laughs> there's no going out. Life is hard, bro. Things happen. We have bills. We bad money decisions. Like, there's a lot of factors that, you know, deal into us not having a house. But I would say the main factor is, the main, main factor is that we move around a lot. And together, we still have yet to decide, my husband and I have yet to decide uh, where we want to settle. Because again, we move around a lot. I don't know how long he plans to be in this life. I'm going to tell you right now, it's it ain't for the week. <laughs> it ain't for the week. Because there's some countries that I am in like now. I'm in this country and I'm unable to have the job that I want to have. To make the kind of money that I want to make. So we're just not there yet. So other than that, I wouldn't say I'm 100% accomplished. But I would say that there are a lot of things on my list that I have crossed off. And I'm also 100% grateful that I've been able, I've been blessed. Yesterday, that man the name God, I've been blessed to just do some of the things that I've done. As I said again, for the past two weeks, it's just been a a stage. I've been in a stage of reflection. And reflection, when you're in the stage of reflection, it can be really emotional. And I am, I would say I am an emotional person and reflecting has been an emotional roller coaster. Like I have no other words for it. I thought I had a breakdown in the beginning of the two weeks. I had a break. I had a full on breakdown, crying, not running down my nose, everything that, oh my God, I'm not rich yet, you know? And I had to really sit myself down and say, bitch, you better, you better stand up. Yeah. You better stand up. Weak in the knees. Stand up. I had to be like, bitch, shut up. You have done so much. It's like sometimes when we're going through this thing called life, we don't really realize the things we have done. And I had to, like, I was I was there. I am in it. Sometimes, honestly, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll feel real sad and, like, cry my eyes out because I think, I'm a waste as me, I cross me, I cross out my life. And truth and in fact, I have never been a cross. I have never been a time waster. I'm a hardworking bitch. I've always been a hardworking bitch. Right now, it's just a go slow mode. Like I, I knew what I was signing up for, but being in what I'm in now, it I didn't expect it to go the way it's going. But... You don't know. 
man a real G. <laughs> so I've been coping. I've been coping. Like I had to sit down and say to myself, Vanessa, you realize that you are a certified general chef. That's one of the careers that I have never used, never, ever used because I went to school, I did my whole thing, I got certified, I graduated. That was straight out of high school. I did not go to college. I'm one of the few that did not go to college. I instead got a certificate because I, in my mind, I thought, you know, just having a skill would be better than having a degree right? So straight out of high school, I went to chef school. I decided, yo, mega turn chef. But you know, there's a thing called you never know what you want to be. And that was me. I did not know what I want to be. At one point in my life, I thought I was going to be a brain surgeon, but I don't like school. <laughs> so that never did I go work. And yeah, my parents sent me to chef school. Uh, I've never used that certificate ever before. Never, ever, never, ever, ever used that certificate. I went on one job interview. This was when I was in Jamaica. Went on one job interview, fresh out of this school, you know, brand new certificate, you know, having all the knowledge, ready to... My brain was a sponge at that point because I was ready to learn the industry, you know, work alongside other chefs and whatever. And the interviewer, I, I know I applied for a, a job at a hotel and this was in Kingston. And the interviewer said to me, when you're on your period, <laughs> Ah, boy, the things I've been through in my life. Yo, the interview said to me, when you're on your period, when it's your time of the month, can you lift a heavy pot with stuff in it? And I'm just like, what kind of question is that? Yeah, like, yes, I can. And I didn't get the job. And I really feel like it's because of that question. That man was just like, listen, you're a woman and being a woman chef in in that time uh, or that in that field in that uh year i think that was like 2011 it's not really a, a thing to hire female chefs i was really like discouraged i went home and i cried about it I talked to my parents about it and my, my father was really upset about it. I didn't understand at that time because, of course, I'm young. I'm like 18, 2011, 18, 19. I don't know. They're <laughs> I didn't get that job. I, I was torn up, but I was not defeated because at the same time, while I wanted to work in a restaurant, in a hotel, whatever, it wasn't my dream. It wasn't something that I was passionate about. Yes, I like to cook. I like to create stuff. But uh, cooking for me is just like a family thing. I just like to cook for my family and my friends, and that's it. At that point, I wasn't allowed to say it out loud, much less think it. I just wanted to get a job. 
So I put my certificate in a folder and I put it away. That interview did two things for me. It, it, it showed me that as a woman, men are going to always question your, 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 your like drive. Men will always question your drive. I didn't understand it at that particular point, but later down in life, I got it. 19, my first experience being in a job or anything, you know, well, it wasn't my first experience in a job, but let's say that it, it was. I put my certificate away and I was like, listen, men are always going to question your drive. And two, bitch, working, I saw my way, I want to. That's something that I've always wanted to do was work, make money, save money, be just be just have everything I want, you know? So I moved away from thinking that I was going to be the best chef in the world. <laughs> While I wasn't passionate about it, girl, once I put my mind to doing something, once I go to school and pay and spend money for pay for get this education, I'm going to use it. Okay? I'm going to use it. And I couldn't use that, so it's kind of mad. At that point in Jamaica, customer service representative worldwide, it was just booming customer service was booming like everybody was looking for customer service representative for amazon for um humana and these were all american um businesses and i was just like let me shoot my shot let me shoot my shot oh no after i went to chef school I got a job because I kept applying. That's one thing about me. I'm always applying for jobs. Even today, I'm always applying for jobs. I applied for a job and I forgot about it. I was 19, remember? I forgot about it completely and um, got this job as a pharmaceutical representative. And that's where my passion for nursing came in. I was working in that factory. It's like a factory that you pack orders for pharmacies. So like the, uh, for the American listeners, like the CVS and them places, the factory that stocks the medication in the pharmacy, that's what, that's the kind of job that I had. I had to, I was responsible for that. 19, remember, my first job, I was excited, you know, 19, I don't know about money. And I really feel like in this day and age, they need to put in school curriculum, money management. Because I won't body be wasted in my lifetime. That, that's a big regret of mine. Entering my 38th year, that's a big regret of mine. Money management is not my thing period embarrassing to say however you have to tell the truth a, a lot of us out here in this world have no clue what money management is like they learn it if they do learn it is later down the line all right so back to the story got this job i was excited i was happy you know i were i got that job for two months two no three months Three months. I got hired September 2000 and 
11. Yes. I worked there September, October. They fired me in November. I was excited about that job. I was happy to wake up in the morning, go to that job, pack up my pharmaceutical orders, send it to the different pharmacies, X, Y, Z. Happy. Do you know why I lost that job? This is another reason why. I just believe that people in Jamaica, they are not... I don't want to say they're not the best because Jamaican people are really good. It's just that there's a lot of haters in this world. Let's say that. There's a lot of haters in our little island called Jamaica. You have a lot of people who just don't like see people strive. So me as a young girl, I like to put myself together. I've always liked to look presentable. Always. That's one thing my mother always tells me. Put your clothes on and look good. Whether it's you're going to the, a, a job, church, you're in your house, put yourself together. Look like somebody pick me. Look like somebody pick me. So she say, look like somebody pick me every time when you come out of this house. I, I used to... <laughs> I used to be dressed to the nine. If I'm wearing a pink dress my heels are pink my handbag is pink like it's just pink if i'm wearing brown everything is brown yeah you used to put yourself together and look nice and thing i got fired for dressing up <laughs> the day i got fired oh my god i'm lying it wasn't three months it was two months it was two months i got fired on my birthday yep on my birthday, I got fired and I cried. The day I got fired, it was my birthday. I walked in to this factory, you know, cause it's uh, my birthday and a girl I look nice for my birthday. Not true. I had to look nice. I had to feel like I wanted to be beautiful. I've always tried to look my best on my birthday. Anyways, I, I was dressed up. I looked good. The boss called me. She was just like, meet me in my office. I was like, oh, did I do something wrong? Bro, what happened? Like, went to the office and the lady's like, you think this is a fashion show? Every day you dress up like, like it's a fashion show you're going to. You think this is a fashion show? I was dumbfolded if that's a word i was i couldn't speak i was too stunned to speak because what kind of question that the woman asked me she said well unfortunately we have to let you go and i said the only thing i said was is it because of how i'm dressed am i dressed inappropriately she's like you're not dressed inappropriately you just think this is a fashion show and I was like, I don't think this is a reason why people can be fired. But again, I was 19. I don't think this is a reason why someone can be fired. Like, am I dressed like, is my, are my dresses too short? I started crying, like bawling, asking these questions. I was just like, what did I do? Is my work not good enough? Like, she's like, no, you work fine. You get your orders out. You're doing good but you think this is a fashion show. 
And I was just like, okay. She handed me my check and sent me home on my birthday. When I tell you I cried, I cried. My body though, because what is, what is this? Oh, you fire somebody because them dress nice come at work. Little did I know, it's because the old woman them, the little old woman them bad man and jealous. They don't like to see young girls looking good and do. And it, if we're really being honest, it's a real thing in Jamaica. It is a real. If you're working with people and you start to look nice, them hate you. If you're working with people and you start doing things like going to school for furthering your education, they hate you. Like this is no joke. It's a real ass. I love my country. I love the people of my country, but we have some ways. We have some ways about us that we need to change. And as a young lady coming up in this world, you know, when you're being told that you can be and do whatever you want to be, they need to say, well, you can be and do whatever you want to be, uh, do, but you can't elevate from, you can't try to show people, just do it and humble yourself. I mean, I guess. Anyways, I got fired from that job. And I got a job like as a customer service representative at Amazon <laughs> uh, about like a couple weeks later. I had a whole breakdown because of the first job. I was just like, yo, I give up. I'm going to be a cruff because I don't understand. And like after two weeks of sitting home doing nothing, I felt like I was losing my mind. I felt like I was losing my natural born mind. So I had to start looking for another job because, bro, I'm not going to school and, and I will not, I will not be in my house doing nothing. That used to annoy the shit out of me. So I was like, you know what? Let's start looking for an another job. And this is how I got this customer service job. I just applied to a whole bunch of places. I don't know when we applied for the job. We just don't say them call me and them say, come in for an interview. And I went in for the interview and I was successful. I started working. Um, the first account that I worked on was Lime, which was Flow back in the day. It was called Lime. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm up in that age. So enough people don't know. Say, Flo was Lime and Lime was cable and wireless. <laughs> so I used to be a customer service rep for uh, Lime. That lasted, that account lasted for a couple months. Then something happened and they, re they re released everyone from that account. I guess they lost the, the, the project the company that I was working with, I guess they lost the, you know, um, Lime as a company. So then they moved us on to working with Amazon. And girl, when I tell you that was when I was making all the monies, girl, I made money them time Because all I did, when I, when me sent me at work, when Vanessa is working, don't, don't call me. Don't text me because me at work. 
could save up my money because I want to buy a house. I used to always say this. I want to buy a house, but I'm 25 and all these businesses. I want to do everything. So, man, work, man, work, work hard, you know. And it just got to a point where I was just not happy as a customer service rep. I wasn't happy being called every day and cussed out for stuff. It was customer service people want to know how it go. It's not an easy road. It's not an easy road. I do your city grandma and the glitter girl. You think you're better. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's not an easy road. I love the money part. Because every two weeks Thursday when me roll up in a Scotia ATM. And me say, um, my peer reached the bank. I feel good. But I did not enjoy the job. And these were in the years, my early 20s now where I'm just like searching for what I want to do with my life. You see what I'm saying? I'm just searching, excuse me, for what, searching for what I want to do in my little life. So I wasn't happy because it's just like every day I'm just going to do this job. That's what I thought. Like, is this what I'm going to do the rest of my life? Be a customer service rep? I didn't, it didn't sit well with me. So I spoke to my parents and I was like, I remembered how I felt when I was working in the pharmacy uh, place, whatever the job did name, I remember. <laughs> but I remember right now. And um, I spoke to my parents and was like, listen, I think this was no, fast forward, I was about, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyways, from that customer service job, I spoke to my parents and I was like, listen, the money is good, but I don't want to work here anymore. I'm going to quit. My parents were just like, what if I quit the job? No, no, I'm way, 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 way. I was thinking about it real heavy. I was like, yo, this is not what I want to do. I'm not fulfilled. I don't, I don't want to work here and you know back in the day having a job is just the goal so me telling my parents yo i don't want to work here anymore they like i know their intentions were good but i don't think at that point they understood what i was saying like, I'm not, I don't want to be in this job anymore. It's not because money is bad or whatever. I just don't want to do this job anymore. Anyways, saying this and saying that, whether me did like it or not, we were all released from our jobs. <laughs> we were all released. Like, every person on my group that worked at Amazon in that company, we were all released from that job. So whatever they didn't like it or not, I would have been fired. So anyways, all right. I don't know what to do with my life now. Gone back to square one. Resilience. All of these years that I've been on this face of earth, the earth, resilience, that is what I have learned. How to be resilient. I've learned how to 
just hold on my head and just pull through that's i've learned how to do that i can be in any situation be emotional yes but i'm going to pull through right the story i gotta come to a full circle just wait just wait for it so we i lost my job and i was home for a good minute doing absolutely nothing after my best friend and I, we used to do this thing where every day, big up Deidre. Deidre, do you remember when we used to send, we used to print at least 12 or 20 resumes and walk in a new Kingston and drop off resume at every single job, every building. We don't care what them doing there. We just know we're looking for work. I remember when DJ and I used to do that. We used to just go to the library or I used to live in the Washington Boulevard. So I used to go to the little, there's a print place like in the plaza across from my house that across from my family home. Like we, I used to just go over there and just print a whole bunch of resumes like and buy a whole bunch of envelopes and just stack them up and we would just walk i would take the bus to half a tree she would meet me in half a tree and we would just walk from half a tree to new kingston to crossroad walk and drop up let me tell you that me apply me and my friend Deidre apply for every job scotia ncb restaurant as waiter um island grill um bars triple century cuddies the amount of places where we apply and we never ever 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 got a call never ever can you imagine that how much cxc me are from school i not even remember <laughs> high school i finished high school and CX, cxc's are like uh it's like sat for jamaica this is different subjects we we did stuff like that um to get into college and to get jobs so we had to have that to get get, get into college and get jobs so i had like seven at that point because when I left high school, I don't remember. I went back to school and got some more and more and more. So I don't remember. I think about seven CXC subjects. Can't name them now because I don't know. <laughs> so um, we never, ever got a call. Never, 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 never. And uh, a friend of mine messaged me and we were talking and she was just like, bro, would you work as a secretary? I'm gonna say, listen, if you want me to sweep the grass, I will do it. This is me in my early 20s, people like 23, 24, they're about 20, 23, they're about like I was ready to do anything because sitting at home doing nothing wasn't it for me. No money in my account was not it and my parents were not rich so it's not like you know i could mommy and daddy can give me money for going out i wanted to go out and i couldn't ask my parents for money to go out if you're going out you have your own money to go out that's the rule in my household you're going out you have your own money to go out my parents would never give me money to go out 
Never ever. Anyways, so she asked me, this Dakota, big up Dakota, big, big actress in a Jamaica. Yeah, big up you, boo. Love you. Miss you. <laughs> um, she asked me, she was just like, would you be a secretary? And I was like, yeah, I would. Why would I not? She's like, I'm about to leave this, quit this job. And I want you to take my place. I'm going to say, cool, now say a word. Run up my inter, my, um, uh, what do you call it? Marries me, I give it to her. And like that, I got that job. You see, this is the thing that needs to stop in Jamaica. Yes, it works. It worked for me and I appreciated it. But I also saw the bad side of it. Jobs in Jamaica, I don't know if it's still happening. If you don't know somebody or you don't come from a certain background, there's no way you're going to get a job. That is sad. It needs to stop. If it not stop already, it needs to stop. I'm venting about my past. <laughs> um, this was all in my reflection. I told you for the past two weeks, I've been reflecting. I've been thinking about all of this. And I said, you know what? I should do a podcast and just talk about it. But anyway, I got the job like that. I know it's because she put in a good word for me. And I appreciate it 1000%. But on my own, would I be able to get this job? I don't know. I don't know. Because, yes, I applied to this uh, company. It was the Jamaica Constabulary Forest, yes, as a civilian to work any post at all, and I never, ever got a call. Had she not said, bro, I'm leaving this job, and I want you to fill my post. I'm going to put in a good word for you. Had she not done that, would I have gotten a job? I don't know. I can't say yes. I can't say no. Anyway, I got the job. I was working as a secretary at the K-9 division. Loved it. Because all I had to do was show up to work looking cute. Mm -hmm. Sit down in my little cubicle, file paperwork, and answer the phone. That was it. It wasn't hard. It was not hard. Uh, stuff had to be done on time and I'm not lazy. Yo, if I have something to do, best believe it's getting done. So I, I thought that that was a good job for me. I could do all this stuff, you know, if like I learned so much about the police force that amazed me. I was one of those Jamaicans that hated the police. It's sad to say, but I'm being honest. I was one of those people that hated police. If I hear, if me hear police, me no want hear nothing. Me no like police. Police, me no like police, 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 this. Ended up working as a secretary <laughs> for the police. Learned so much and had to swallow my words and be like, oh shit, not all of them are like this. Yes, they're good police. Yes, they're terrible police officers worldwide but you cannot judge everyone so these are all the lessons that i'm learning growing up um experiencing the world got this job i loved it the person that was in charge of this 
place was a female and I had a situation. I was a young, slender, curvaceous, beautiful girl. And I was put in a position where I wasn't supposed to be in. I should have been protected by the other females of this office, and I wasn't. I was put in a situation where not nothing sexual happened, like it didn't happen. I knew I know how to speak up for myself, but the position that I was put in should not have happened. And when I complained about it, the response I got should not be the response you give to a young female that was put in a position like that. And that's all I will say about that. Um, after that happened, I said, ain't no way in hell I'm going to work here. Because if I work here, me, I'm going to go to jail. So I had to resign. I had to. I had to. I sent my resignation letter. Like, the man that interviewed me, when I when he saw my letter, he called the office and said, why are you leaving this job? And in that time, I was, I, was, I don't know if I was afraid, but maybe I was afraid to say what happened. I was just like, I just don't want to work here anymore. And he begged me to tell him. He's like, he said to me, Miss Wright, something happened and you're not telling me what's going on. Talk to me. But I was afraid. I was afraid and I was not going to, yes, I was afraid. Earlier I said I wasn't afraid. I don't know if I was afraid. I was afraid. I said, nothing happened. I just, I just don't want to work here anymore. He said, okay. All right. Finish out the month if you want. Or I was like, effective immediately. I don't want to finish out the month. Effective immediately. I want to leave. He said, okay. I said, okay. And I left it at that. And I, as much as how I learned a lot about the police, good stuff, I learned a lot of bad stuff. And I didn't want to be in that situation. I didn't want to be in that job. So I resigned, went back home, spoke to my parents again. This time I had a plan. I said to my mom, I want to become a nurse. I think this is what I want to do with my life. I think this is where I will feel fulfilled. I was 23. I said, I want to become a nurse. She said, all right. One last try, Venice. I'm going to send you to school. I tried to get into university. And I did get in. However, the cost. And I turned it down. The cost was heavy. V. Was that a bad um, decision? Yes, it was. Because 
had I taken out a student loan, the fear of student loan was what pushed me away from that opportunity. But everything happens for a reason. Don't cry for me because everything happens for a reason. Student loan, I was scared of it. I never want to do it. I never want to take it out. I knew my family situation. We could not afford me going to college. We couldn't afford it. Out of pocket, we couldn't afford it. My dad has a, I had a illness that was terrible. He was unable to work. My mom was an entrepreneur. Like she couldn't afford to take care of my father and send me to college while having other stuff to deal with. So I'm saying, you know what? I put it down. But it was still rocking me like, I want to be a nurse. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. So I found out that I could become a practical nurse, a LPN. And I said to mommy, I'm going to go to a LPN school. She said, find the school and make sure the school is accredited. And that's what effed me up. I went to the school thinking it was accredited. Um passed my course, got my certificate in hand. Like, bro, I'm telling you, went to school for a year and a half, a year and a half, got into a clinical, um, like, you know, after you do a nursing program, you have to do a clinical, a period where you do clinical, like you go into a hospital or a nursing home and you do the work. Now, I did all of that thinking this place was a legitimate school. Waste my money. <laughs> Waste my money. I did do the clinical and, and working with the elderly. Loved it. Only part I never liked was cleaning the sh. Never liked doing that. But doing the job itself, looking when the doctor came to visit and check the patients, um, the residents loved it. I was fascinated. It's the first time in my entire life, 24, in my entire life where I felt like this is where I need to be. This is where I need to be. Got my certificate. When I looked at the certificate, it looked, it looked normal. Like it didn't look like a real certificate. <laughs> it looked like a real certificate in a real, real life. It looked like a real cert. A re I'm telling you, it looked like a real certificate. I applied for a job at Kingston Public Hospital because I want to be a practical nurse. And I was going to get there. Hell are high water. Me not going to be a nurse. Me not care what they want me for doing that hospital. Me not going to be a nurse. That's when I realized that the certificate was not real. It was not accredited. <laughs> One teething nurse decides, say, she I got teach Pitney, the nurse were, because she's an actual nurse. She decides that she got teach people how to be nurse. And she don't, she, like, she didn't have government backing, nothing. And we thought it was a legit, all of the nurses in, all of the girls in that class, all 16 of us were robbed blind she know people at a nursing home and she say you know what and this is how i figured it out because after i couldn't get a job with the certificate i said oh me can't get a job with that certificate here i'm gonna understand 
anyways, I figure it out because you see my brain, my brain work away sometimes. Like, in my mind, I could figure it out just by going through the situation. I noticed that she is known. She is known in different hospitals. This woman was not a nurse. She was. She was. And it looks like she has a mental a mental problem. I got scammed 24. She looked like she had a mental problem. But she still people she was known. So she, it looked like she knows the people that um work at this nursing home and she looked like she's got to them and say oh i have some kids that are interested in becoming nurses and i want them to see what it is like and is it okay if they come and whatever and they allowed us to do like how did this happen don't know me never interested for find out me just realized that we get scammed i'm gonna say no what let me low it <laughs> let me low it because god do her See if the whole of my money, you know, I'll, you know, how, I don't even remember how much money my my mom paid for me to go to this school. Quotation school. Anyways, couldn't get a job. At this point, my best friend Deidre, <laughs> my love Arcy, she never leave me out. At this point, she decided that a, hey, I'm going to apply for you too work as a police now this is something i never ever wanted to do me venice and monique right never want to be a police officer after the experience that i had them work hard i never want to do it one i don't like to exercise the training alone would have murdered me i never want to do it but you know what being home doing nothing I didn't want to, I didn't want to go through that again. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Luckily, we got the job. Worst job I've ever had. Fast forward to know, because I don't want to talk about that job. That job was, it didn't have to be the way it was. And it goes back to my very first job where the lady said to me, you think this is a fashion show? <laughs> it goes back to a situation like that. I don't want to talk about it. I ain't going to talk about it. Like, I I'm over that point in my life. Um, it was, it wasn't, it, it was a good job. It was a good job. I'm not going to lie. It was a very good job. Steady income, something to do, especially when I was desperate and I needed a job. But that's the only thing in my life that I would, if I could go back, I would say, don't do it. It's not worth it. That job gave me emotional, physical, all kind of depression. I'll kind of do every form of depression where you have that job they give me. And it's not the job. 
is the people in the job. The job did hard. The job was very hard. But the people in the job, the people in the job, I would recommend. I would wish that are my worst enemy. And a, a lot of the people in that job are my worst enemy. And I would wish it on them when me go through. But anyways, fast forward to 26. I... Is 26? Yes, I got married when I was 26 after my father passed away. Like all of this was happening. My 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 dad passed away. I've lost friends. Friends are shit. A lot of my old friends are shit, but I don't regret having them in my life. All of these experiences, except the job, I don't regret. I don't regret. Anyways, I got married when I was 26 and still in the job. And <clears throat> this is when things started to get worse before it got better. I wanted to be with my husband and I couldn't be with my husband. We wanted to be together. We got married and we spent a week together and I, ha I didn't see him until the december of that year for another two weeks like we were never living together we've been dating for seven years we got married all the jazz everything like it i just felt that was another thing that was adding to my stress i lost my dad i hated my job i just got married i am not with my partner i was going through it but god say when I hear it, when me say I hear time, I hear time. When me say I hear time, it's going to be your time. Everything happened so quickly when it was my time. I, like, in the last weeks of my job, a certain person said in a meeting or like just walking by in the office was like, a lot of you, these were the exact words, a lot of you, me, a lot of you were planning to leave the job and not because it was in the middle of the pandemic. Ha! Middle of the pandemic. When God, when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus says yes, hey, no true words said. Like, uh, <laughs> she, this lady was like, a lot of you are, were wanting to leave this job and you're, you, you cannot leave now because the pandemic, I know everybody has to be where they are, whether they like it or not. So it's better you do your job and stop complaining. I mean, she attacked. Bubba does say nothing. Because I, I know what was happening. I know what was happening. Everything in Jamaica. Everything worldwide. Planes stop fly. Everything stop work. Everything stop work. No embassy um appointments. Nothing I go on. Nothing. I'm in the middle of um preparing to migrate. And everything shut down. People apply for visa and up to this day, them still can't get a date in Kingston, Jamaica. 
to get them visa or are them visa um interview but guess who get it when jesus say yes in the middle of the pandemic too one day i got an email i was at work i'm not gonna forget this i was at the job and a few people were them really did i lick my chip i'm ready for fight be ready for that day what that day when i got that email me did say no i'm going to risk it all me me abandon on that place there <laughs> me burn it to the ground come and give a fuck me mash it up me, me done me done every day me pray for, for come out of this and then people that stress me out me I deal with stress like my, my cup was full and was running over and i just couldn't take it i sat down in my seat and my phone went ping <laughs> and i saw my phone is an email from uscis it said you have an interview schedule no a lie you have oh yes it's an interview schedule and you're supposed to do your medical at x i'm gonna say all right my seat i'm gonna say to my supervisor i go into the bathroom i soon come back going at the bathroom and a silent worship i'm not a i'm not a christian but guess what yes when me say i believe in a god god do everything for me a long time when I go to church because which probably leave me can go to church, go worship, but my worship every day, my prayer every day, every single day. But more to say, me a born again Christian. You understand what I say? If you understand, you understand. If you don't understand, think about it. Anyways, I'm <laughs> going at a dirty bathroom in another place there. I must look up and I say, see me here. Thank God. I'm a call my husband. Same time, I'm say. You get it because the tour we get the email. I say, You get it? I say, Yeah, I get it. I say, All right. I call my mother. Same time, my mother say, All right. Your time I come. Your time I come. That my mother say, Your time I come. Just tell me everything. Now, when I said this email to my mother, when I tell my mother, say, I get an email, forget the interview, my mother say, Tell me when you buy your ticket because a time for you come. This time my mom was living in New York. Um, I said, Mommy, oh, yeah, plan for that. She said, Don't worry yourself. I went to the interview when the interview day come. <coughs> Give me a moment. I need to drink some water. <coughs> yes, I need to drink some water. The day of the interview, my sweat, my nervous. Cause when me reach an embassy, nobody no dede, no line, no nothing. I say, what is supposed to not the real thing? You know, slowly but surely, I saw people start turning up. Like about ten people, ten people. I go in, the interviewer, you know, however interview go. The man say, the man asks me, when did you meet your spouse? I said October 2013. Him say what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> my look up here and you just got married? I said, yeah. I said, welcome to the United States of America. I said, where is that? The man said, yeah. Welcome to the United States of America. Teeth? You see that big white pearl of teeth, yeah? <laughs> teeth? The way of my glad. The way of Venice are glad. 
come out of the embassy. And I scream and I said, Thank you! This I called in sick. I called in sick at my job. I called in sick. I'm not tell nobody what I'm going to tell nobody say me I go here, there, or anywhere. Because no matter how you know people and you say you trust people, move in silence. Because you never know. You never, ever, ever know who is against you. Anyway, I called in sick and embassy the nearest by my work, like walking distance away from my office. I called my husband and I tell him, I said, all right. The people them tell me, say, I'll get back my passport in a week. I got my, my passport in three days. And the pass, you know what the passport say? Evacuate Jamaica immediately. <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic, when there are no flights. And if the flight are coming to Jamaica, it's little bit of people. And if it leave in Jamaica, it's little bit of people. Get back my passport now. My mother and my mother say, all right, then. Do the do. Do the do. I'm going to say, all right. The day, the, the, the day when we get my passport was a Monday. I'll never forget. And um, these are all the lessons I'm learning in my life still it's coming full circle these are all my accomplishments that i didn't plan for that i didn't see coming but they're happening so don't plan make god be the driver and you be the passenger and just wherever god is sending you you just go you just go okay so like me for, when me get my green card, when the people my green card, when the people them say welcome, me forgot about the job. <laughs> Every day now for the for the next, I don't even think I went to the job for a week after that <laughs> because the pandemic was going on crazy. People in my office were getting sick, and I never want to get sick because ain't no way me catching corona and missing my flight. Eh eh. Calling sick, you know. Tell my mother, tell my husband, we have a plan. I'm gonna tell, I didn't tell anybody at the job. I didn't tell anybody. Yes, there are people there that I love and I love to this day. And there are people there that I hate with a passion. And that's a strong word coming from me. I don't hate people. But there are some people at that place that I hated with a passion, with a capital H. And it does sound good. And enough time I pray and I ask God, God take it away from me. But it's just the it's just what they made me go through. It's the it's the things that happened why I feel this way. And you know, one day I'm going to I feel like I'm 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 not holding on to it. It's just a page in my history that I can never ever forget. Anyway. The Monday night, the Monday morning, early, early, 10 a.m., I called, in, no, not 10 a.m., but because but, I had a, a morning shift. So I called in my job. I didn't get my passport yet. I didn't know it was coming. I called in, and I was like, I don't feel well. I'm not coming to work. I, I'm sick. Add seven days, please. I'm sick. And I shouldn't have done that, but... I don't know. I was just, 
I was, it's like an outer body experience. It was just happening so fast. I went back to sleep. I woke up. I went back to sleep. I'm a father. I had a dream about my father. My father said in that dream, Miguel, everything, everything that I want for you, you're getting it. And I woke up. When I woke up, I saw the DHL van in front of my gate, dropping off my passport. <laughs> my passport. And then I called my mom and I said, listen, this is what's happening. Buy my ticket, same time. Call my husband and I said, no, Terry, I'm leaving. I'm leaving on a midnight plane to Georgia. Okay. <laughs> I, I just left. I, I just, I couldn't, I, I didn't want to stay. I didn't tell anyone. I was just like, the people that need to know, they know. I had to get out of it. I had to leave for sanity. I had to leave. I had to leave. I had to leave. And I left. Opening the second phase of my life. Opening the second phase of my life. I got to America. Land of opportunity, you know? In the middle of the pandemic, I couldn't do anything couldn't get, I didn't get my paperwork as quickly as I was told I was going to get them, but everything is patience. I did get a job though at a nursing home. Suddenly, you see, everything is just going in a path. Everything is going in the path. I got to America and within two weeks, I got a job at a nursing home. All the lady want the family member wanted me to do was sit with her mom and talk to her that's it caregiver i didn't have to shower her i didn't have to do anything i didn't have to touch her if i didn't want to but i still did i cleaned up the place if she needed to go outside for a walk i took her outside for a walk like the care that I gave to that first lady, I said, this is my job. What by the hook or the crook, me I'm gonna be a nurse. And this is my second opportunity and I'm going to go for it full speed. Nothing going to deter me from becoming a nurse. I said to my husband, I said to my mom, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm going to be a nurse. Um, I started school because still I don't really understand like student loans and I really am, I'm, I'm still afraid of it. I like, I don't want to take out a student loan, but I'm going to have to eventually, um, come back. Remember the opportunity that I got to be, to, I got accepted university of technology in the, uh, um, the nursing program. Yes, I did. Never tell nobody, but I did. Because I know I couldn't afford it. So I'm going to say, I'm going to sense we talk about this because, you know, anyway, went to this school and paid out of pocket certified nursing 
assistant, nurse assistant, CNA. Before, before I found that school, I had to go. This is all, uh, you see my life, it never easy. It never easy. No, no, nobody thinks say it was easy. It has never been easy. And while I will complain, I'm glad it wasn't easy because resilience, resilience holding your head and do what you have to do is a saying in jamaica hold down your head and do what you got to do to get where you want to go okay and that's what i did i asked someone that is a nurse a lpn in america what school did you go to also a Jamaican, the person say, you know, I don't remember the name of the school. I don't even know the number for the school. As if I was asking this person, yo, like, I don't understand. You're, 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 you just graduated from that school, not even a year, but you don't remember the name of the school that you went to. That just sound like sabotage. Not true. But I'm saying, no, what? I said, you know what? When Maureen and Joel brought me into this world, I was by myself. So I have to figure things out on my own in this new space, in this new country, around these new set of people. Anyways, I went to Google. When in doubt, Google it out. Resilience. I found a school I was scared because I didn't want the same thing that happened to me in Jamaica to happen to me. In America, I was like, bro, is this school legit? Legit? Like, can I get a job? Blah, blah, blah. Perfect school I ended up going. I ended up going to the perfect school because and in the perfect state of New York. Because anywhere the were in, in America where I wanted to get a job, I could use my certificate. And I was so happy about that. I was so happy about. I was so happy about that. So, like, I said, you know what? I'm going to start the school. And I started the school. You know, we had some hiccups. I had to take a train. No, lies. I had to take a bus and sit on that bus for one hour to get to the school. Because, one, I can't drive. I still can't drive, <laughs> That's that's another regret. <laughs> At my big age, I still can't drive. Had to t- had to take the bus in the snow in New York City. Work. I was working. I was where I had a job. I was working, and I loved the job. The lady was crazy, but I loved the job because it was something in this in the field that I was going into. I was happy. I was I didn't feel stressed. I was free first time in my life i never felt like that before everything started to align i was able to think clearer i was able to set out a goal do everything at this point my husband was deployed so we still didn't live together yet um just you know i had to figure things out on my own my mom was there and she's always my biggest cheerleader um She's always helping me out, doing everything and anything that she just, she does everything for her children. And I'm, I'm so grateful for her. Like she helped me 
um, in the way that she was just supportive. And I'm so grateful for that. Anyways, when it was time for me to graduate, when I finished my CNA program, I went to clinical. Now, this place where I had to do my clinical was another, I don't even know how to call it. Like, So I, I lived in Queens at the time. It was another county, yes, and it was far. Never have enough money, but I say, no, well, I have to do it. I have to get do what needs to be done. Like, I stayed in a hotel for a couple of days to finish my clinical because by the hook or the crook, I am finishing this course. Finished the course, did the clinical, had to stay in this hotel. Like, I, so one day I had to walk. 30 minutes, it was freezing cold. I had to walk one day in this county from the hospital that I was working at um, to the hotel because I don't drive again. And yes, I, I had Uber, but to get an Uber in the place where I was sounded like, I don't even know. Oh my God, my phone died. It was hard. So <clears throat> I, I had to walk one day. And walking is resilience. I'm back again. Resilience. Like, bro, if I hadn't been through all of the things that I have been through in my life, I would have given up. So with age, with age comes lessons. It gives you a driving force. I've always had the driving force, but the years made me more like... I have to get it. I need to do this. I have to do it. So anyways, I I um I sat down and I walked that day and I, I I finished everything. I did my clinical and I got another job. I, I, did I get another job? No, I didn't. I did not apply for another job. I started looking for jobs in the state cuz uh, when my husband got back, I wouldn't be living in New York. I would have to move to Arizona. So I started to look for jobs in Arizona before, before this is this is months before I'm supposed to go, you know. And Yuma Regional Hospital. <laughs> I love that place. My very first real-time experience with nursing. That place they were looking for PCT patient care technicians and I was a CNA and I said to myself I wonder how long it will take for me to become a PCT the school that I I went to offered that program and the lady said bro all I need to do is just you did half of it already all you need to do is do the phlebotomy course and the EKG course and I said to her how long is that going to take she said, 12 weeks. I said, 12 weeks? Check it on the calendar. I would be finished right before my husband got back, before it was time for me to move. So I'm going to say, you know what? I called my husband. I said, listen, I, already, I told you that I was doing this program and we paid for it already and blah, blah, blah. But in order for me to get where I want to be, I have to do this one. And he's like, babe, whatever you need to do, 
do it. I love my husband. He's always been so supportive of me going for what I need to go for. He said, do what you need to do, babe. Do what you need to do. But will you be finished before I get back? Because you know you're going to have to you know, move again. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. Would I have to fly back and forth? I'm going to do it. Started the program, passed with flying colors. I finished my course and like the last week of the course, boom, surprise. Husband is back earlier than expected. And I said, yes, I need to be with my husband, but I also have a goal. So I, f I flew from New York to Arizona and spent a couple days with him while going to classes. I asked them, can I go to this class online? They're like, yeah, sure you can. I had my practicals on a Sunday and I left New York on a Monday. So I left, I had my practical one Sunday and I had a whole week free. At this point, I left the job that I was working at the nursing home because I knew I had to like snip up because it was time for me to leave anyway. I went to, New, um, to Arizona, and when I got to Arizona, I said to my husband, how far away from where we live is the hospital? Bro, when I tell you that it was 10 minutes, I mean it was 10 minutes away, everything. You see, God always work out for the good, always the driver, and I am the passenger. In this life, you have to know how to wall it, and work for what you want. Bro, I'm telling you, when we got to Arizona, my husband was like, let me show you where the hospital is. He drove by the hospital and I saw where it was. My brain started to work and I said, you know what? I'm going to apply for this job. I didn't finish my course yet. I still had two more class. I had one week left. I was back and forth from Arizona to, to New York. I had to, my last exam, I had to leave from Arizona to New York to get my exam done. The day of the exam was the day of the flight. I got off the plane, went home, changed my clothes and had to rush to school to get my exam done. Did the exam pass. I must say, thank God. I said, thank you, Jesus. I said, thank you, God. I said, thank you, Jesus. I said, thank you, God. I said, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to say, all right. When I got home, my husband was like, I'm coming to New York. I'm just going to take some time off and come to New York. He came to New York and June 14, my father's birthday, I got an email requesting an interview for the hospital. I started to worry. And I said, Jesus, we're on vacation. How is going to work? I don't know how it is in America. I don't understand what it is like. Da, 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 da. Anyways, I asked, can, can we have a, um, like a Zoom interview? And the lady was like, yeah, of course. So she asked me all the questions. She's like, I love you for this position. You can get it. I explained to her, yo, I, I literally just graduated from this school. She's like, perfect. You're a sponge. You'll be perfect for the position. And I said to her, I'm in New York. She's like, when? 
Are you coming to Arizona? I said, listen, if you want me to start a job tomorrow, I will be on a plane and I will start a job tomorrow. She said, no, 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 that's fine. I'll give you two weeks. And she said, okay. I said, okay, two weeks, no problem. Set up and I left and I went to Arizona, got the job, started working. Big up the PACU nurses at uh, Yuma Regional Medical Center. Those ladies solidified that I want to be a nurse. So now, moving from Jamaica, I have a made-believe LPN certificate, come to America, <clears throat> became a patient care technician, straight into a job, love the job, absolutely love the job. I wasn't, I wasn't pressured. I was learning so much because I worked in the, um, the PACU, like after surgery area. It was amazing. It was amazing. I was able to draw blood. I was able to, um, to, to perfect. Cause you know, when you're going to school, you practice on your other, your, your other, um, classmates or you practice on the little dummy the dummies but you get i got real life practice and i loved it i loved every minute of it every day when i was supposed to wake up and go to work i didn't feel stressed i didn't feel i didn't want to cry i had to think about the times when i used to go to that job and when I would shower, I would I would just break down in the shower and cry because I didn't want to be in that job. And I had to look back at it and say, boy, I'm not used to this feeling, but I love it. Anyways, fast forward, like we got orders. We had to leave that area. So I didn't work in that job for, so, for very long. Now I'm here um, and I've taken up the role <laughs> of a housewife and again i'm a passenger i am a passenger in this thing called life and jesus is driving the car and i'm just a passenger there are days when i hate being a housewife absolutely hate it but my brain is never stagnant because while i'm here there are many people that would have said Bro, your husband is taking care of you. Why don't you just chill and enjoy the time that you do? You're, you're here just doing nothing, blah, blah, blah. I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. So I said to my husband, babe, I need to figure out how I can go to school. And he said, no problem. He took me to the education center and it's such a beautiful thing how much they answer your questions, how much help they offer. Because, yes, I would have to take out a student loan, but there are programs that allow the military to pay for the school that I'm going to. There's this if you're a military spouse, and like me, you know nothing about the life. You know nothing about the benefits. You know nothing about anything at all. If you're like me and you're listening to this podcast right now, 
Um, ask your husband about the educational education center. Ask your husband, when you get to the education center, ask them about the MyCAA program where they offer $3,000 to pay for you to go to school. Now, it does, it's not, it's not, a million dollars. It's not going to pay for a degree, but it's it can give you a what? A certificate. So I looked at the programs and I was like, what do I want to do that is in the field that I want to be in? And I said, all right. In America, there are rules. As a PCT, I'm not allowed to do a lot of things. But as a medical assistant, I would be able to do so much more. And when I get back to America, then I said, you know what? This is my plan. When I get back to America, I'm going to just bat the bullet and um, take out a student loan and just get started on my degree because I've avoided it for a while though. And I think that now I need to have it. But there are so many things. Did you hear what I said? My resilient self, my driving force self, push me. I am now a patient care technician and I'm going to school to become a medical assistant. There are states in America where I can combine the two and just do a test and just cut down the years that I would have to do to become a registered nurse. Look at God. And all of this I was thinking two weeks ago. Remember, for two weeks I've been reflecting on my life and I had and I had a whole breakdown and I said, yo, I'm I'm not I'm, I have not accomplished anything. I have not done this, that, and the third, but then I sat down and I looked at the things that I'm doing. I looked at the life that I'm living and I said, listen, everything that I am doing now, five years ago, I prayed for it. Sometimes, sometimes we don't realize the things that we are getting from God. A lot of the, th the times we don't realize because the, pr the way the process is so like the road to where we need to get to is hard. It's hard. And sometimes, as I said earlier, procrastination is a thief. I am a procrastinator. There are some things that I procrastinate about. There are things that I procrastinate about, but you see that something in the name ambition. You see, when me, Vanessa, go up on my knee and me pray, not even go up on my knee, because me not do that. I lie down in my bed, like me lie down beside Jesus, I'm going to say, God, like me talk to my friend, I'm going to say, God, help me now. Me need this. Help me now. And sometimes, sometimes I question myself and I say, yo, when this is going to happen, but over the span of my life, over the 30 years that I've been on this earth, there's so much that I have accomplished. There are things, yes, that I want, that I still don't have, but I'm not ungrateful. 
I'm not ungrateful. And a friend of mine said last week, bro, realize what you have done. Realize the footprints that you've made on this thing called life and stop, stop complaining. I ain't going to promise that I will never complain again, but I am trying my best. And today is Monday. My birthday is Friday. I hope you enjoyed that story because, um, bro, it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> and yes, there is every day is not going to be easy. Every day is not going to be peaches and cream. Every day is not going to be, you know, every day is not going to be the best day. But when your time shows up, bro, it's like I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, it's like I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, and down to feel good. Hey! <laughs> so, um, I said this whole hour and a half that I was talking, I hope you understood or got a message from what I was talking about. And, you know, you, you, you saw a part of yourself within my journey. And I'm still on the journey, bro, guys. I'm saying, I'm saying, bro, I'm, I need to, yeah. <laughs> I realize I'm saying, bro, a lot. I need to cut that out of my vocabulary because that's not even a word. Um, listen, guys, this thing called life, it'll take you through hills and valleys. Sometimes there will be absolutely darkness. And then there is another time when you least expect it, there will be sunshine. I promise you. And that is my message to anyone listening to this podcast who is um, going through their darkness. I promise you, if you hold your head down and push through wallet you will get there you will get there and you will see a light shining be a good passenger yes you're going to question some things you're going to question god why are you turning right when you're supposed to turn left god why is this person doing so much more than i am you're going to have all these questions. You're going to face, you're going to go through jealousy because I have been through jealousy. I've seen people um, do absolutely nothing and they're, they've, they've thrived. But at the end of that, I had to sit down and say to myself, you never know what another person's story looked like. You never know what another person's story looked like. And um, just... Just be humble. Be humble and just ride the wave. Be humble and ride the wave. That's all I can say. And um, again, uh, 
birthdays coming up. If you're listening to this podcast and you would like to, yes, I'm going to, this is the time of the service where I go and, and I ask for an offering, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and you would like to, you know, support the cause, if you can, I'm not pressuring anybody, help me celebrate by not giving me a gift. You can offer me prayers. I will always accept that. But if you have a small change in your pocket, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I'm actually being very serious. Um, just send me something. And um, what am I doing for the birthday? Still have no clue because my husband is planning some top secret celebration i don't know and yeah that's just it thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast i really hope you enjoyed it i really hope you listened to the entirety of my um show i hope that you tell a friend to listen and I hope that you're able to understand some of the things that I was saying, because sometimes I know I speak in circles, but if you actually listen, you'll get what I'm saying. <laughs> Love you guys for listening to Chilling with Vanessa. I have been your, uh, your amazing host, Vanessa, the top done, big purr, yeah, real good as girl, real sunshine real yeah no yeah i was trying to hype myself up but it's not working um <laughs> thank you for listening again guys love you so much bye